We thank the leadership of the ministry for allowing us to hold once again our pastor, God's servant in the house, my loving sweetheart, my baby, even though you said you don't want to hear the word baby, but he's my baby. He's my firstborn. So that was your one. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. I just want to thank God for him allowing us to be here to gather as mothers. And also, I would like to thank all our invited guests. I will introduce them when the time comes. But we thank you. May the Lord honor you. Praise the Lord. And the queens in the house, thank you. It's one thing to do a program. It's another thing for people to come and attend. So for coming to attend, we say thank you. May the Lord bless you. Praise the Lord. So our item here, we are talking about raising the Queen Esther generation. Seventh edition. All our, our Raising Queen Esther generations, they are online. You can go back at your leisure time. Even the last one that she was testifying about, it's on a CD. It's on Spotify. If you want it, someone can send it to you. Hallelujah. We are getting digital. Praise the Lord. So you don't miss out what we talked about before. And for some of you, maybe you have never gone through the book of Esther. We cannot repeat it every year. Praise the Lord. But we all know about Queen Esther. The only thing is each and every year, our Heavenly Father, by the help of the Holy Spirit, gives us a theme regarding our Queen why we are rising up to be such a queen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So this year, our theme is clothed in strength and wisdom. Someone say, I am clothed in strength and wisdom. Praise the living Jesus. Queen Esther was clothed in strength and in wisdom. We all know that she was an orphan girl raised by an uncle that by God's grace and favor, because of one mistake of a false queen, I don't know if it was a slave queen or false queen, which is the reason why we are here, so that God forbid we will never be Queen Vashti. Say God forbid. We will never be Queen Vashti. It is because of the failure of Queen Vashti we became queens. And we will never be that portion. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. She is clothed in strength and wisdom. Our anchor scripture is Proverbs 31, verse 25 to 26. She is clothed in strength and wisdom. If the media can help us to move quickly, she is clothed in strength and wisdom. I think the media is somewhere, somewhere. Praise the Lord. We release the power of the Holy Ghost. I'll read from my Bible for the sake of time. Verse 25 of Proverbs 31, it says, Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. Say, I receive. 26 says, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. That is us. Praise the Lord. A queen is clothed with strength and honor. When a queen opens up her mouth, wisdom must come out of it. That is why today we are here to deal with it. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the living Jesus. May I start by letting you know, I don't know if you have checked that Esther is the only book in the Bible that there is no mention of God, there is no prophet, and there is no priest. Praise the Lord. Only book in the Bible. God is not mentioned. No priest, no prophet, no pastor. Because there was one woman that decided to stand and fight. What a beauty. Praise the Lord. Esther became a prophetess. She became a pastor. She became a priest. She became a deliverer for her people. That shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. You might ask, why do I love raising the Queen Esther? Because one woman stood and rescued the whole family. Not even a family. A family was dead. She rescued the whole Jews that were in Shushan. One woman. 
they did not send a prophet to speak to her. There was no instruction that spoke to her. In actual fact, the uncle was crying in the gate and threatened her, of which the threats were going to discuss it today. That if you refuse to help us, we don't know help might come from somewhere, somewhere. Praise the Lord. But Esther stood, an orphan girl that became a queen and rescued a nation. Praise the Lord. What is it that you cannot do, child of God? Your family is waiting for you. Your family is waiting for you. Your nation is waiting for you. Not God, not prophets, not other people. God has said, I have given you power. So everything that you need is already packaged inside you. And Esther knew that. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. That is why we deal with the book of Queen Esther. No prophet. No prophetess. No priest. Just one fearless, feisty, God-filled girl has met us to be here today. What a wonderful girl. We thank God for Queen Esther. I know that in Jews, in a Jews nation, they have a day to celebrate. Purim and Thurim. The day that Queen Esther was victorious and rescued, they celebrate Jews. They don't play with Esther. They celebrate that one woman saved a nation. Who are you saving? Praise the Lord. This is the seventh edition. Who have you saved? What have you done? Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. She is clothed with strength and dignity. Now, what is strength? What is strength? What are we talking about today? Strength by virtue of original definition is the capacity of an object or a substance of a person to withstand great force or pressure. Capacity to withstand pressure. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say, I am going home with great capacity to withstand pressure. I am going home with great capacity to withstand pressure. I'm coming. Praise the living God. What is wisdom? I am clothed with strength and capacity and wisdom. Wisdom is the quality or state of being wise. We always put it in this way. Wisdom is the right, knowing the right thing to do and doing it. Wisdom is knowing the right thing to say and saying it. Anything contrary is called foolishness. And we are the wise virgins. Praise the Lord. Do I have wise virgins in the house? Are you a wise virgin? You know what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. As we gather year in, year out to celebrate this womanhood, why did I choose clothed with strength and wisdom? The first scripture you read said strength and honor. Honor cannot come where there's no wisdom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I thought I should come with the term clothing because the one thing any woman under the sun understands, even little girls, is clothing. Praise the Lord. Clothing. We start dressing up our dolls when we are young and then we dress up ourselves. Then we dress up and dress up and dress up. Actually, I think every woman, one way or the other, is obsessed with clothing. The level of which you're obsessed is only determined by your pocket. Praise the Lord. Any woman, if you pass a shop, you see a dress. If you know if there's money in your pocket, you must buy it. Whether you wear it or not, it will depend. But you must wear it. Praise the Lord. We are obsessed with clothes. I've got some items in my wardrobe that I cannot fit anymore. But just the thought of giving it to someone in. Either I must lose weight or I must expand it. I'm still thinking of something else to do about it. Praise the Lord. That is how we are obsessed with our clothing. Praise the Lord. But today I'm talking about another clothing. A woman, a queen, must have a certain clothing of her. We are talking about clothing today. Praise the Lord. 
because as much as we love clothing, glory of God does not show. No matter how expensive your clothes are, if there's no owner, if there's no strength, if there's no wisdom, one will look like a masquerade, if I can put it in Pastor Daniel's words. Praise the Lord. Have you not seen women that are wearing expensive clothes, but when you look twice, when they tell you the price, you are doubting what they're talking about, because it doesn't suit at all. It's one million, yes, we understand, but it doesn't look like you're wearing a one million dress. Why? Because there is no glory inside. There is no wisdom inside. There is no honor inside. There is no strength inside. Woman of God, I'm here to tell you this day, you need to clothe strength. You need to clothe wisdom. That is the one thing that we need in this end time. Strength. Capacity to withstand pressure. Why? Because Esther was the orphan girl that walked into the palace, became a queen, just when she was about to enjoy her newly found husband, a devil called Haman arose. Praise the Lord. And she did not know that Esther was a foreigner. But enemy arose. We've been going with our lives. We've been moving from glory to glory. We've been moving from grace to grace. Then one tiny virus just came from nowhere and started threatening our livelihood. Praise the Lord. Haman and coronavirus, today we are here to deal with you. We are going home with capacity to stand the pressure of the pandemic. We are going with the capacity to stand as women. Praise the Lord. Strength without wisdom is foolishness. Praise the Lord. Wisdom without strength cannot work. Praise the Lord. So the two work together. The two work together. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? If I lost you, if I lost you, if I lost you, I need someone to remove my shoes. When I'm dealing with important matters, shoes I don't need in my feet. At least I've done my fair share of a queen, Rabbi. Please sing. Oh, oh, nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. We are singing. Oh. she is fearless but if you are fearless and your capacity is not strong you will run in the sight of the enemy praise the Lord praise the living Jesus sometimes I make my children laugh they know me as this tough mommy that is not scared of anything then one time we are sitting in the lounge and daddy is not around then we hear what is that what is happening <laughs> praise the Lord there is a limit to fearlessness. Sometimes devil will just come unawares. You don't know that he was inside the house all this time. Then we just decide to jump out of the curtain and say, hey! That is what happened to most of us this year. We were shaken. We were shocked. We were given a shock attack by the enemy. But I'm glad that the fearless Queen Esther's, they rose up. They rose up. They said, if we perish, we perish. And the God of heaven says, no, my queens will not perish. And he held a golden scepter. And you came out of COVID-19. And he held a golden scepter. And your husband came out of COVID-19. And he held a golden scepter. Your children came out of accidents alive. Your family came out of accidents alive. He said, no, these are my queens. You can touch them, but my golden scepter is there. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. 
we are dealing with clothing, children of God. Why is clothing important? The garment that you are wearing can cause the enemy to fight with you. The garment that you are wearing can cause your prayers to be resisted. The garment that you are wearing can render your prayers, your fastings, null and void. What garment are you wearing this morning? We know that garment and clothing is the same thing. I want us to open the book of Zechariah 3, verse 1 to 9. It's a very short message and we're about to finish. Zechariah 3, 1 to 9. Zechariah 3, 1 to 9. We have seen the threatenings of the devil. That is why we need to boost our capacity. Praise the Lord. I know that boxers, when they are starting with lightweight championship, they will go for the match. And the first match, they get one knockout. The trainer says, mm -mm, I was too fast. You need to go on and gym some more. Praise the Lord. They will register again for another match. They will go again for this featherweight champion. They will go again one blow. Boom. They say, you still need to gym some more. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the Lord. So we are here to gym once more. Praise the Lord. We have gathered that we fear not. We have gathered that we are fearless. But something is still resisting. Why did the enemy even enter my territory this year? Because he was not supposed to enter. So now, today, we are reinforcing our capacity. Praise the Lord. Zechariah 3, verse 1 to 9. Let's read it together. Zechariah 3, verse 1 to 9. From verse 1, I will start the, the media will follow. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to do what? To do what? This was a righteous man walking with God, a brand plucked out of fire, but something was resisting him. Praise the Lord. You are fearless. They call three days fasting and prayer. You are fasting. You are praying. You are fasting. You are praying. But something is happening in between. This prayer is not being answered. Praise the Lord. The devil is resisting. Why? Let's read verse 2. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is this not a brand plucked out of fire? Is this not my virtuous woman? Is this not my queen generation uh, people? Is this not my queens that have raised with the word of God? What is happening? Satan, I rebuke you. Praise the Lord. Verse 3. That is where the problem was. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garment and stood before the angel. That is where the problem is. Praise the Lord. We need to start opening our wardrobes. There's a filthy garment we are wearing. There's a filthy garment that resists resisting us. Praise the Lord. We are supposed to have a royal apparel at all times. But there's a filthy garment that has found itself in your wardrobe. I remember at some point when I was working in Pretoria. My boss then said to us, they have opened the church of Satan. There's a park somewhere in Pretoria. And there's a church of Satan there. And, um, and he said, but now that church of Satan has been sold. Now he wants to buy it to make a church. Don't ask me, I'll not go there. So he was telling us that he came to see, he went to see it with an agent. That what he saw there scared him. He saw so many things, he saw so many things. We were like, we've had enough, praise the Lord. And now, after he told us, our lunch break came and we went to the shops literally it's not a dream or vision we three of us girls we just entered the shop in Pretoria and all of a sudden we saw these beautiful tops and we all bought and we went back to the office and we were checking our sizes and everything and this man just wrote and screamed and said no we said what happened why did you people buy these things these are all the symbols that were in that church that I came off. Repent them. We were shocked. We didn't know anything. We looked. One is a big eye. One is a star. One, all sorts of things. What made us to pick those things? We don't know. So sometimes 
child of God, these were real garments, but I'm talking about spiritual garments. Sometimes we do not know when we pick up a wrong garment. Sometimes we do not know when we pick up a filthy garment. Sometimes we meet friends, colleagues, people around us that automatically give us a piece of their filthy garment and immediately you do not know that the accuser of brethren is standing before God and say, look at your queen. How can you bless her? You cannot behold her. She's wearing a filthy garment. She can pray all she likes. And once the accuser of brethren is accusing you before God, you will pray, you will pray, you will pray. But if you don't know the problem, you will be crying until you say God is not alive and you go back and the Satan will say, welcome you, my child. This is what I wanted. Praise the Lord. Filthy garment. Filthy garment. We are talking about royal apparel. We are talking about women that will stand and fight. But how do you fight against an invisible garment? Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. It says, now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. That is someone's portion this morning. Hallelujah. Someone is removing the filthy garment. Someone is removing the filthy garment. That is why I say someone dress in white today. Let it be a change of raiment. Let that filthy garment get out of your body. Let the garment of glory come upon you. So this is a dress rehearsal of the glory of God coming upon you. Removing the filthy garment. Putting the garment of Christ upon you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against demons, against rulers. Praise the Lord. But we know their secrets. We are removing them one by one. Whatever filthy garment, say whatever filthy garment that I've been wearing up and down, that has been resisting my prayers, I command you right now, catch fire. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. What are the filthy garments, you might ask me? Some have filthy garments of generational cases. Your father's father's father killed someone long time ago. Praise the Lord. And when that person started disturbing them, because the spirit cannot go anywhere, they now say, don't worry. Don't disturb us. All the children that will be born in this family, they become your wives. Praise the Lord. You will marry, you will divorce. When you see a man, you are angry. You don't even know the kind of anger that gets inside you. You might be bold enough to go to the altar, but when you go inside the house with that husband, you hate him so much, you cannot stand his face because your grandfather gave you a predicament. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Some family lineages have got stealing in the blood. Some family lineage has got blood in the blood. Some family lineage has got rape in the blood. Some family lineage has got all sorts of things. And those things cling to your body like a filthy garment. You go before the Lord. Satan says, how can you? Remember you said you visit the iniquity of the fathers. Satan knows the scripture more than you. And he's accusing you before God. And this filthy government is thinking. Anywhere you go, people are rejecting you. You go for a job interview. They say your CV is perfect, but you're overqualified. You go to another lower position. They say your CV is so good, but you're underqualified. Anything and everything. A filthy government is smelling up and down. Someone say filthy government following my life. Catch fire. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Other filthy garments, we look for them ourselves. We engage in malice. We engage in gossip. Whatever we do, it becomes a cloth. May I let you know, child of God, when God looks at you, God is not looking at this pancake face. God is not looking at these hands and this body. God looks at your soul. And when he looks at your soul, it must be white like this. But when you have a filthy garment, your soul is black and God cannot behold iniquity. 
So if there's any weakness in your life, gossiping is a weakness. Malice is a weakness. Anger is a weakness. Whatsoever that is not of God is a weakness. And that weakness clings to your body like a filthy garment. And the devil is using it before God 24-7. The scripture tells us the accuser of brethren is before God accusing brethren 24-7. Can you afford to lose your blessing? Take off the filthy garment. Whatever that is filthy, whatever character that is filthy, whatever behavior that is filthy that is making your garment of glory to be resisted that is making your strength to be resisted that is making your honor to be resisted you should remove it praise the lord say heavenly father i want you to array me with royal apparel i want inner beauty i want inner strength lord fill me up with inner beauty, with royal apparel, with apparel of heaven. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the living Jesus. Why must you change your raiment? Because God wants to talk to you. Praise the Lord. You know that as women sometimes, you're at home with your father. When you're 18 or so, you cannot come to your father without wearing anything. You're naked. Praise the Lord. And your father, once he sees you, he has to turn his back. That is how it is when there's a filthy garment around you. The father wants to send you for something. The father wants to talk to you about something. But he cannot talk to you because by the virtue of his nature, he cannot behold iniquity. Praise the Lord. And that is there in the book of Zechariah 3 verse 9. We are dealing with that scripture. 7 says, Thus said the Lord of hosts, If you walk in my ways, if you keep my charge, then you shall also judge my house. You shall also keep my courts, and I'll give you places to walk among those that stand by. The Father wants to talk to you. So it's very important and it's very urgent for you to start checking as we're talking right now, as we rise up to pray. That filthy comment, the self-inflicted filthy comment, the one that you just feel like itching to talk about someone unnecessarily, that filthy comment, is it pornography? Is it lust? Whatever it is that is filthy around you, begin to check them and bend them as you are sitting and hearing this word because my scripture tells me that he sent forth his word and his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction and in the presence of the Lord the Lord Almighty his word breaketh cedars praise the Lord so as you are sitting and meditating right now begin to remove them as you remove the clothes you know sometimes when pastors say we are giving to the needy we bring them from the wardrobe we start choosing should I give this one okay no I still need this one Today, any filthy comment, start opening your closet, remove them. Whatever you can remember is a filthy comment in your life. Say, Heavenly Father, remove right now every filthy comment that I've been wearing with pride, not knowing that I'm stinking, not knowing that my prayers are not being answered. Father, begin to remove it out of me. Remove, 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 remove. Let the Lord clean you today. I want when you go home. The royal apparel you are wearing will look like your soul. Praise the Lord. Am I still within time? Praise the Lord. Watch with me to Revelation 3 verse 5. Revelation 3 verse 5. Say, Heavenly Father, clothe me with strength. Clothe me with wisdom. Do you know why I so much love the wisdom of Esther? This is now wisdom in marriage. Praise the Lord. Esther found out that they are about to die. And she knew who was about to kill them. If it was not the wisdom of God, Esther would have gone and knocked and put a hand on the waist. Yeah. So the man that is about to kill me, you have made him your assistant. Ne? Praise the Lord. That's how we do. 
not us, women without wisdom. Esther knew, I mean, I always wonder, I said, God, if you can give me half the wisdom of Esther. The husband is not called for her. It's not like you, you sleep with your husband 24-7. With the king, he sleeps north, you sleep south. He only calls you to his bedroom when he wants you. If he does not want you, you stay away. If you come before the king and summoned even to the bedroom as his wife, you are dead. Yes, that's the, it's there in the Bible. And for 30 days, Esther was starting to lose favor with her husband. That is why when Haman come and say, do something, she said, he has not even called for me for 30 days. What must I do? Praise the Lord. And here the time for their killing was approaching. A woman of wisdom. She went and cooked. <laughs> she went and called her husband and said, Honey, I'm inviting you for a banquet with your assistant. First of all, she breathed herself. Remember when she said, I perish, I perish. The king said, What do you want? I just want to host you for food. Food. Is that why you risk your life like this? Are you sure? She said, yes, my lord. Only food. They came. A foolish woman would have immediately, they are entering her quarters. Because they came to her quarters. She would have started there. From non-stop. Hey, this man wants to kill us. I heard from the gate. They told me that. Wisdom in marriage. Esther taught us that. You calculate. A woman of wisdom calculate before she speaks. A woman of wisdom sits down and check. You have seen a WhatsApp message, but you know you cannot confront because it was wrong for you to read that WhatsApp message again. You have to calculate. Woman of wisdom. Praise the Lord. The reason why we get in trouble is we don't have wisdom. And today we are going with it. We talk too much. We react when we're not supposed to react. We jump when we're not supposed to jump. We lie down when we're supposed to lie down. We rise up when we're not supposed to rise up. That bedroom that you people always avoid, that is the best place to start from if you want your issue to be solved. Praise the Lord. Wisdom. Esther said, come my Lord. They came. After eating, the king said, and then, what else? King was begging Esther. Go and read. Read and reread the book of Esther. King was begging Esther. I can give you half of the kingdom. What do you want? Esther said, I want you to come back again. Again? To eat? Yes. You and this man, me and this man? Yes. Is that all? Yes, my lord. We are going on. Go, my husband, it is well. Hmm? Some of you, by that time, you have already poured porridge and, and hot water and everything. Your friends have already told you to hire assassins or people to beat your husband, nor my girlfriend, or whatever it is. You have already done it your own way. Oh, you need the wisdom of heaven to operate on this earth. You need the wisdom of heaven to run your marriage. You need the wisdom of heaven to be in that company. You need the wisdom of heaven in anything you do under the sun. You need the wisdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. A woman of wisdom. Remember last Queen Esther said you put, your mouth, you put a stone in your mouth. You do like a momo. When you see the highest trouble, that is when you swallow the biggest stone and keep quiet. And say, Holy Spirit, where do I start from? How do I deal with this mountain? And then you start giving you details of what to do. Yes, gender-based violence, I will address it now. Sometimes we are being flogged because we have no wisdom. We don't know when to speak. Praise the Lord. That's why many times I will tell you, your mother did not train you. Praise the Lord. I don't support any beating. I don't support any evil. But women, we must learn how to tame our mouth. How do a girl stand there and say, don't tell me that nonsense. Actually, this child you think is yours is not yours. And then Satan himself will enter this boy to shoot you down. Then we'll be here saying, women are evil. Men are evil. Come on, women. We have to 
our part to stop this gender-based violence. Somebody posts on Twitter and I saw it with my eyes. It's not news. It's not gossip. That my husband that I married today cheated on me when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. So to punish him, I slept with all the bridegrooms before the wedding when we were doing the steps. And she posted on Twitter. When that girl, they sit down. With them now, they will sit down. You did not think before you did something. Now Satan will make this man to sit down and think of what is the best possible way to deal with this one. That is when they will butcher you. Pour paraffin. Watch until your body is reduced to ashes. We need the wisdom of God in everything we do in life. Wisdom is profitable to direct. Wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing it. Wisdom is knowing the right thing to say and saying it. Wisdom is knowing the right thing not to say and you keep quiet. Praise the Lord. If there's anything that needed mask is women. We talk too much my women. We talk too much. We have even buried ourselves with our words. A woman of wisdom is a woman of few words. Even the men that were supposed to marry you because you told 15 people around you one of them went to him and said who do you want to marry this one? She has slept with the whole location. But don't tell her I told you. That man just disappeared from you. And you see here, Lord. Every enemy doing me. They have not even given you a ring of proposal. You have already told everyone. Keep your mouth shut. A woman of wisdom is quiet. Let them know the day of your marriage. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Me, before I put my pictures with my husband and children, I cover myself 100 times with the blood of Jesus. Sometimes I just open my Facebook pictures and say, I cover you with the blood of Jesus. Because as you are standing there displaying your marriage in public, Satan says, okay. So you people are happy. You are very happy, eh? I will deal with you. Do you know how many of your pictures are in the Sangoma's altar right now? And you're not praying. You have filled yourself with filthy comments. And you think coming to church on a Sunday morning will stand before the God for you. No. Wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom of God. Wisdom. Wisdom. Say to yourself wisdom. Say Holy Spirit. Baptize me with the spirit of wisdom. While I'm on marriage. The only reason recorded in the Bible to marry is for you to avoid fornication. Praise the Lord. You, you must get out of here. Samaya. <laughs> this is my first concern. Go, 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 go. Some things are not for your ears. Praise the Lord. Let us read Revelation 3 verse 5. Yes, um, that's why we need women in the media. Revelation 3 verse 5. <laughs> Let's read it. <laughs> he overcometh the same shall be clothed he that overcometh. The same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He that overcometh, I will clothe him with a white raiment. You need to fight to overcome. You need to fight to remove the filthy garment so that you can overcome. There is nothing that one cannot overcome. The greatest battleground fighting us is here. The whole fight we are fighting is in our heads. If we can sit down and look at what is doing us, it's here. Refusing to do something starts from your mind. That's why Jesus said, if you just think in your heart, you have already committed. He tells us, as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you are struggling to remove the filthy garment, it means you have not made up your mind to remove it. Now, that mind needs to be changed today. Praise the Lord. Women of God, when we, my parents were pastors, I've already told you, 
And when we started Sunday school, we were being told that Jesus is coming soon. Praise the Lord. And the people that were there in the time of Jesus were being told Jesus is coming soon. So people have heard Jesus is coming soon. They are tired. But I stand here as a servant of God. By the revelation from God through visions. Today, I say this before you. Now, Jesus is coming soon. It's very important for you to know that Jesus is coming soon. It might be five years, it might be three years, it might be ten years, but Maranatha, our Lord is coming. Now is the time. These garments we are clinging on. Are you willing to miss heaven because of the filthy garments? Are you willing to miss heaven because of two minutes of pleasure? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I always think to myself, I doubt that is the most stupid thing under the sun. I don't know. I think the highest time a person can last having sex, maybe it's 15 minutes. Is it not so? Some three minutes, some two minutes. Because of two minutes of joy, highest 15 minutes, you want to spend eternal life burning. 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 Yes, we have done it. But now it's time to say you feel the comment out. I'm not going to burn because of two minutes of pleasure. It's like ice cream. The idea of ice cream is so nice, but before you can even put the teaspoon, it is already melted. After you solid finish, and you think of the, the, the cages that you've taken on, you're like, Ish, why did I eat this ice cream? Hmm? You crave pizza. You eat it. Shoom, 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 shoom. After that, you now say, yes, I've consumed calories today. Hey, why did I do it? But that is food. That is pizza. That is something that you put in your mouth. We are talking about something that affects eternal life. You do not need to be told that Jesus Christ is coming soon. Millions have died. And may I tell you this, even if you don't see him flying down, you yourself is going to meet him. One way or the other, Jesus is coming soon. He might come tomorrow for you. He might come next week for you. He might come next tomorrow for you. One must know Jesus is coming. If I don't see him coming down, I'm going there to meet him. What garment am I going to go there with? Is it worth it, child of God? Remember your relatives that you buried last week. Remember your relatives that you buried last year. Remember your relatives that died 20 years ago. They never woke up. Where are they? We are wearing masks, but masks cannot save us from demon. Only God can save us. But how can God save us if he cannot even behold us because of filthy garments? How can he? How can he? Some of us, you will say, I told this child to leave this place. I don't know what kind of temptation is this. Take your own thing somewhere. We don't even need camera. Just take uh, Just go and change the battery somewhere. A lot of women say they cannot pray. My husband has hit me. My husband is cheating on me. I was about to tell you the reason why the Bible says go and marry is to avoid fornication. It's not to cook for your husband. It's not to wash his clothes. It's to have sex with him. In case you do not know and you are blowing tongues 24-7, your husband did not marry you to wash clothes. Praise the Lord. That is why we can hire someone to help us with that. Praise the Lord. Your husband did not Glory be to God for your food. Your husband did not marry you for food. His mother can cook. His sisters can cook. Your husband married you to avoid fornication. And you are lacking wisdom. Every day you have headache. Every day you have backache. Every day you are on periods. I heard a woman is even putting tomato sauce to avoid sex. It's lack of wisdom. Then you say, Pastor, my husband, my, my husband, I know there are some men that have demons of fornication. I don't, I don't dispute that. But also, sometimes we have a huge part to play. I'm telling you, every I've not sit with women for an hour or two, and I've not heard someone saying, hey, me, I use headache. Me, I use backache. And I'm thinking, why did you go there? You could have left him as a bachelor in his mother's house. Maybe the mother even cooked better food than yours. She even irons his clothes better than you. 
So you, do, you are not there to do chores. You are there to do serious business. God himself said so. It's in the Bible. It's not sin. Your husband, if you don't want it, why did you marry him? Praise the Lord. A woman of wisdom is the one that studies the husband. A woman of wisdom is the one that, why do I hate it? You start from there. If you're not doing it correctly, you check how to do it correctly. Praise the Lord. If there's something wrong, maybe it's not bathing. You tell him, honey, maybe if you bath at night, you know. Let us bath at night. Praise the Lord. It happens sometimes someone has been sweating the whole day. Then they just climb into bed and they want to. And you're thinking, ish. Then talk to him with wisdom. Sweetheart, can we be taking showers at night? That's a woman of wisdom. Hmm? And then you hire him Rolo and very well and spray him perfume. Problem solved. Praise the Lord. If the mouth is smelling, take him to the doctor. Maybe it's got holotosis or whatever they call it. But for you to refuse, you are sending him to heaven and you are following him with you. I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's the truth. And the church is not saying it. It's not a sin to talk about sex in the church. For those of you who like talking, open the whole book of New Testament, even Old Testament. Women, we must not tempt our husbands for lack of wisdom. And don't sell yourself to your husband. Prostitution is not the one that stands on the road. You refused to buy me shoe last week, so I'm not giving it to you. So you're selling. What is selling? It means him sleeping with you is worth a pair of shoes. Say Holy Ghost fire. Wisdom is profitable to direct. Praise the Lord. Let me go back to business. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And those of you that want to marry, please, if you have allowed them to test, you say, now I'm a, I've got a new comment. There's always a new time virgin for those who do not know. You abstain and you stand before God. You say, Father, I have done it the wrong way. Now I want a new comment. I want a garment of glory. Yes, I've sinned in ignorance. But now, renew me. Renew me. God can give you a new comment. Give you a wonderful husband. Give you a wonderful family. And you live a glorious life. Rehab the hallowed is the great grandmother of Jesus. Praise the Lord. There is nothing that is impossible with God. There is always a time to change raiment. There is always a time to renew. There is always time to renew. Praise the Lord. How do you do so? You start by removing the filthy garment. You start by rejecting the filthy garment. I'm cutting off because of time. Praise the Lord. You start by stopping sin intentional. You must be intentional about it. If you want a filthy garment to come out of your life, you have to be intentional. Take a step of faith. Start talking. I do not want this and it must stop. I don't like this habit of mine. It must stop. And if you start saying it with your mouth, you will start acting it and you start being it. Praise the Lord. It's always possible. Say, I'm going on with a new garment. I'm going on with a new garment. I'm going on with a new garment. And if I remove the filthy garment, what must I put on? It says that in Revelation 13, 9. I'm not going to read all of it because of time. Revelation chapter 13. I mean Romans, sorry. Romans 13. We are going to rise up to pray shortly. We need to deal with those garments fast. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Romans 13. Romans 13. I will read it quickly. 11 says, and that knowing the time that now is a high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than we believed. Now our salvation is nearer. We need to awake, child of God. This Queen Esther is a great awakening to put yourself strength and wisdom to remove every dirty garment from your body. Verse 12 says, the night is fast spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Someone say, I put on the armor of light. I remove the garment of darkness. 
Verse 18, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. Say, I put on honesty. Praise the Lord. Verse 14, but put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill last thereof. Put on Jesus Christ. Rise up on your feet. Put on Jesus Christ. He is the only one that is worth wearing. He's the only one that gives you light. He's the only one that makes your life to shine. He's the only one that makes you to see eternal life. Put on Jesus Christ. You must wear him. In you, you, you say in the scripture, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. You must put him on. You cannot wear Jesus with a filthy garment. It's not possible, child of God. Right now, I want you to speak to your father. He said, I'm your Lord. I am your God. Do you know what I was shown? When Moses asked him, what do I tell them who you are? He said, I am the I am. So God is anything you want. I am your father. I am your healer. I am your deliverer. I am your killer. I am your husband. I am your mother. Whatsoever you want at any point, he is the I am. He is everything to you. You need a husband, he is your husband. You need money, he is the owner of sovereign God. You need business, the earth belongs to him. And the fullness thereof, he is the I am. And you must put him on. Praise the Lord. He cannot be the I am to you if you are wearing a filthy garment. That's our Heavenly Father. Remove every garment that is resisting my prayers to you. Father, remove every filthy garment that is tormenting my life. I need a change of clothes. I need a white garment of righteousness. I need a white garment of holiness. Someone